Mock Talk Radio. Mock Talk Radio. Merck, Odie, Charles, Kaiser, live broadcast on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Call in at 646-668-8795 and listen and subscribe via Eclectic Media Presents on iTunes and Google Play. Mock Talk Radio. Mock Talk Radio. Mock Talk Radio.
Another edition of Mock Talk Radio, Merck, Odie, Charles, Christopher, and this is White Joker replaces Black King, Checkmate for America. Hashtag Fuck <laughs> Yeah, that that is the general consensus around uh around social media, around Facebook and all that other stuff. It's basically people are just like, you know what? I've lived a good life. <laughs> We don't know what's gonna happen. Actually, we do. We do know what's gonna happen. We just don't know exactly when. So it's basically what's gonna happen first. Is Trump gonna be impeached, or is he gonna manage to kill us all? It's it's a uh, in, in gaming is what's called a DPS race. Basically, who can kill who first? So we'll see what happens. So. Well, he started his first day just going in. He slayed, he hit that that mortgage rate thing. He hit that up pretty quick. He, yeah. Um, went ahead and signed an executive order, something to do with repealing Obamacare. Yes. Um, he signed that general guy into place, and I don't know. And and, and then you know he had he, a very he had a very busy first day, busier yeah, than he, any president I've ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? He, he he screwed people over and then put on a tuxedo and then went dancing and then and then he danced to. Uh, a rendition of my way, and he was right. singing, he was singing along. Yeah, I do it. My, someone posted. A, I didn't watch or stream that horse shit, but someone posted a clip of Trump dancing with his wife, and then he's mouthing the words to my way, and I'm just like, "Fuck you!" But <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> an asshole, boy. He, he do it his way, boy. This is very. I don't know, man. This looks like World War Two all over again. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I I joked about it, and it's not something to joke about because I actually did see that happen. But I, I said yesterday was like watching the space shuttle blow up on a continuous loop, you know. There so, you but uh, I got a couple of quick hits before I get into the the main thing on the politics. All right. First of all, you know, a quick thing about Trump, you know, I remember Patrice O'Neill was talking about Schwarzenegger when he became governor of California. And he said, mm-hmm. you know, people of California, like, you're laughing socks because you voted for this goofy motherfucker who ran on a platform of his movie quotes. In Donald Trump's inauguration speech yesterday, he quoted, uh, he stole a quote from Bain from uh, Dark Knight Rises yeah. about giving the city back to the people. <laughs> And he actually Get stole it a back quote. to the people. <laughs> and then he stole a quote from Avatar. You. <laughs> you know, and then somebody put up a, a, a part of his speech that he stole from Avatar. And oh, I, I didn't was know like, that part. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> someone just posted that to me this morning, and they put them side by side, and it's almost a word for word. You know, you basically just replace uh, space colonies with, with Detroit and Nebraska, and that's the speech. And I'm like, who the? F- All right. I'll tell you this. I've never seen Avatar. I'm one of the few, right? It's not really my type of movie, even though it's science fiction. So I wouldn't have known. But a lot of people saw that movie. It's one of the top grossing movies of all time. So a lot of people have seen that movie. And even if I didn't recognize that quote, someone's going to recognize that quote. <laughs> Donald Trump's probably like, Avatar, movie, bunch of losers, Sigourney Weaver, Hillary Flunky. No one's seen this movie. So I could take this quote and no one will care. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but I wonder yeah. if he like if he even writes his own speech or does he have like no. an asshole, a, a asshole staff that just be doing shit like that? You know, what yeah. I'm saying? He, he doesn't even write his own. He doesn't even type out his own tweets. He he dictates it to somebody and they write it. Because for I'd be like, because I would do that shit on purpose. Like this motherfucker don't know shit. I, I hate <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody was saying his speechwriters are probably trolling him, and I agree because how how do you figure that Noah's going to see a quote from Batman and from Avatar? But it's just crazy how on top the, the social media, like how they just be on it, like bam! It's like that's like somebody's job or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, a quick, uh, a quick. Hit. Richard Spencer got punched in the face yesterday. 
on live television. I think it was on live television because I don't know if they were taping an interview or if he was on TV. But somebody was taping it. And Richard Spencer, if you know, famous Noxie. Uh, for some reason, I think it was ABC News was interviewing him, either ABC or CBS, one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is a major network interviewing this guy, giving him time? And he's sitting there talking, and someone on the side called him a Noxie, and he's like, I am not a Noxie. And then out of nowhere, a protester just ran up and just gave him a forearm shiver right in the side of the jaw. Yeah. I watched that. I watched that on a loop for about ten minutes this morning to prepare for today's show. <laughs> yeah, you sound like Someone, me yesterday <laughs> watching different things like that. I was like, man, what is wrong with me? I got to get off of social media. This is gonna make me fucking crazy. And it's, you know, I'm already on that line. I'm like Luke <laughs> in the Star Wars movie. Did I had to go to the dark side a little bit in order to defeat defeat my father Vader? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, put it like this. This is how dark a day yesterday was. The protesters set a limousine on fire, and my first thought wasn't, oh, I kind of hope nobody was hurt. My first thought was, was Trump and Pence in that limo? No? Ah, it doesn't matter then. <laughs> no one cares. You know what was really <laughs> cool, was crazy, not even cool, but just crazy, how I forgot the network who did it. It might have been CNN. How they, they ran a story about the designated survivor on the same damn day. Do you know I've never even heard of the concept of the designated survivor up until um, – fall last year you know what i'm saying you know what i i, I saved that article but i didn't get a chance to read it because i said I was, I was probably gonna talk about it on monday's show uh explain a little bit about it it's basically like a pence trump a couple people taken out the designated survivor is the one who takes over the country as the um as the president um the guy who plays in 24 what's his name Keeper sutherland yeah um you could you could Go on Hulu or one of those things. There's a show that he – I'm not sure if it's still on the air because it wasn't doing all that good. It is a, he's a, it's a television show about that concept on um, – I want to say it came on CBS. Okay, okay. Yeah, Designated Survivor. So basically, let's say like a, there was all a gathering where all these big wigs was at, and they, somebody bombed it. I'm like, oh, no, Trump is dead. Of course, nobody would say that. Everybody would be like, I think the um the Secretary of State has to be killed too. Then the designated survivor becomes the president. Huh. Wow. So that, to me that was crazy because I've never ever even seen that concept one until fall last year. But two, why would you put that on the same day as the inauguration of the forty fifth person who's taking over the country? <laughs> yeah, that's all. You know what? They may as well said Second Amendment folks, you know what to do. <laughs> Just like Trump said about Hillary. Second Amendment folks, right, they know. Before we get into before we get into your next segment, we have a live broadcaster from the Women's March. Go ahead, Jessica. Hey guys, I am here. I am in the crowd. There is at least five thousand people or more here. And it wow. is so awesome. I was not expecting this in Raleigh, North Carolina, you guys. The same people who voted for for McCrory? Yeah. They've had enough. I know. They have had enough. The craziest thing is, what's what's not correlating is, this is not correlating to the vote. The the turnout, turnout for the inauguration yesterday and the turnout for these marches that we're seeing today Mm-hmm. The votes are not correlating. I'm not seeing it. Especially in North Carolina because Trump won North Carolina. And, 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 and he won North Carolina big. He won by over 170 votes. So. But, uh, I don't know what this wow, about. What's the, what's the demographic down there? Are we talking like more black women, more... Are we seeing black men, seeing a lot of white women? I'm sure it's a lot of white women. So we're seeing a suffragette. Sadly to say, I think that, again, our demographic is missing out on a feminist movement. And I think that that's a part of where we get cut out of the conversation. So uh, I'm sorry, but, yeah, we're we're not fully represented. (laughs) I've only seen, like, two others other than myself. I, I, honestly, I'm not like trying to count, but yeah, we're and not. Damn, that's not even representative of their um place in in the population at 12 percent. Exactly, damn, exactly. Right. We're not here. We're not here, and that's why our voice is not being heard. 
and, 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 and I, issues aren't addressed. And I don't mean to be glib, but when you said there's only there's only two other uh, black women out there, I might know one of them because just before the show, one of my friends was broadcasting live <laughs> from uh, from where you are, so it, it might yeah, be her. <laughs> yeah, and again, like I can't speak for the like everyone because there's a sea of people, but you know, I've walked through and I've been through and I've not seen a lot. Hmm. But, but just the fact, but just the fact that it's happening is is great. Right, you know, it is. I, right. I just found out about it like an hour before the show that it was happening. One right. of my friends posted me a link saying that it was happening because I was just. I have a couple of friends who went to D.C. for the mm-hmm. and I just the found out March. about it. You know, I and I was wishing about well. Yeah. 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 And then one of my friends posted a link. Oh, they're having something in Raleigh this morning, and I was like, what? and I live in Raleigh. Because so I would have live broadcasted a show from there today. Exactly. I, I just I came like, from there. That's why the hospital I was leaving was wrecked, so I was right down in that general area. Yeah. yeah and here. also, the traffic getting into downtown Raleigh was backed up, I would say, at least five or six miles. Like, once you get into the downtown stretch, like, you can't, it's parking, you have to park in a parking garage. There's no, you know, Usually on a weekend, on a Saturday morning, you can find parks right. anywhere on the street. Um, you cannot park on the street here. It's crazy. Wow. Damn, so I would have had to park at work and walk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I parked in, I found a parking deck. I paid $7 for public parking. I'm fine with that. I'm just, like, I'm going to be here. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm, from, I'm from New York. I used to live in D.C., so $7 <laughs> parking? People will people <laughs> park their, they their car all month if they have to. So that's actually pretty damn good. I'm it glad they're not gouging people for uh you know, for the women's day event, so that's good. Wow. And I think most well, there there are a lot of men. I will say that there are so many men, I think equally as representative as men, I mean as women here, it's really great. It's really great. You know, I, I, I will speak for myself. While I am not uh I would never describe myself as an actual feminist. I'm an ally of feminism because I do believe in equality for women. You know, so when I see, you know, we have a president like Trump who does not value women at all, being president, and especially a lot of women voting for Trump despite that. I think that we really need an event like like uh, like the Women's March to just mm-hmm. kind of remind people that yeah, uh, there's still we still have a lot of ways to go. Women have only been voting in this country for what uh, 80, 90 years. If I can so, stand up here. Yeah. We abolished slavery before women had a chance to vote. So there's still a lot of work to be done and I'm glad that this women's march is happening and I'm happy that you're there. Awesome. You guys, I will check back in with you guys later. I'm gonna just put you on mute. I'm not gonna leave the conversation. If anything happens, I uh, will let you guys know. All right, fantastic. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Good luck, Jeff. Be well. All right, Merck, hit us with them politics. All right. I had a real quick story before I get into the main thing. Uh, and this, I just saw this yesterday. And once again, I'm going to quote Patrice O'Neill real quick. He said that women laugh at funny stuff. Like funny shit is funny to women. Cruel stuff is funny to men. And I saw an article that happened in North Carolina yesterday. Uh, a man shot his wife to death on, her, on their front porch. And my first, in, my first reaction wasn't, oh, my God. My first reaction was, <clears throat> and it wasn't laughing at this family who was now broken forever by this tragedy. It's the fact that how many times am I going to have to see this in my lifetime where uh, someone shoots their loved one because they thought they were a burglar because they're afraid of their own shadow? You know, What happened was, real quick, uh, the wife works an overnight shift, so she came home from work early. And I guess she was having trouble getting in the door. The kids heard the door going off, and they woke their dad up. Dad, dad, someone's trying to break in. So the dad goes to his gun safe, pulls out his gun, goes to the front door, opens the front door, and just fires. And ends up shooting his wife in the neck and end up killing her. Now, my thing is this, right? I'm not one of those guys who are like no guns at all. You know, my older brother was murdered, you know out in Brooklyn. So if anybody should be against no guns at all, it should be me. My thing is, it's not enough to have a gun and know how to shoot it and know how to clean it. You got your gun safe. That's all fine. He had a gun safe. He still ended up killing his wife. You have to learn, just like with the cops, 
You have to learn de-escalation. All you had to do was just say, who's there? All you had to do was turn on the porch light or at least yell out, I'm going to call the cops and then call the cops. But no, he wanted to be Dirty Harry. Put it like this. If you have a gun and it's 1230 at night and someone's coming in your front door and every last one of your loved ones is not standing behind you on the other side of that door, it's probably one of your mm-hmm. loved ones. Right. So, because what burglar breaks in through the front door? What does he have, like an old-timey striped suit with, the, with the, the hamburglar mask on? Come on. Be real. So I'm really sorry that this guy lost his wife and that his family shattered forever because his kids had to see his wife laying on the front porch in a pool of her own blood. So I'm horribly, horribly sorry for that. But every time we have something for sensible gun control, and gun control is not just for me, just who gets a gun, but I'm pretty sure this guy's responsible. He had a gun safe. That's responsible. But he's shooting at shadows. Well, we need um, we need them in the schools for these motherfucking grizzly bears. And that's, oh, and that's that. The, the that's grizzly that. bears are the grizzly bears are a huge problem, a huge problem in schools. You know, I went to school in Long Island. Grizzly bears everywhere. Every day, I had to run from grizzly bears. They took my lunch. It was horrible. You know, and I, one of the uh, one of the talk shows, I think it was Daily Show, they called the school that Betsy DeVos was talking about. You know what they said? How they deal with bears? They said we have a fence and we have bear spray, and it works just fine. We don't have a gun. <laughs> wow. They don't have a gun for bears. They have bears. They have I bear spray. Follow up. They have I a bear spray and, and they have uh they have a fence and bear spray and they said and that works. I've been infuriated, infuriated by every fucking thing that's come out of that woman's mouth all week. I don't have children. But I am actually affected by, because I'm currently enrolled in college, so mm-hmm. I am, you know, one of the recipients of financial aid. So for me to get assistance in order to be able to get my degree is crucial to me. But right. I would be scared to fucking death if I had to deal with public school education as well um, and have this woman in charge of my money, the money exactly. that I paid into the system for my kid to go to school and this bitch, like, she clearly does not know what she's doing. She clearly she, does not know what she's doing. And Richard Burr has endorsed her. Just for the record, I saw his, his of, tweet of, earlier. Of course he week. did. Because Richard Burr is a I think, cockroach. I think she's, so of course he did. I think she's um, donated $40,000 to his campaign. Bernie Sanders called her out. They donated more than, what, $200 million in the Republican Party over yeah. the years. So. Yeah, of course, Richard Burr got his cut, and then he, he, you know, he sang her praises, you know. Now, what, now, it'd be funny, like, if it checked it in clear, what he would have said, instead of the glowing praises. He's like, I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm going to sing you what, I, I watched Richard Burr ask her questions, and he didn't really ask her any questions. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching it live, and I'm like, ask her a question, you fucking cockroach. Ask her a question. And he didn't ask her any questions. But that's okay because Al Franken asked her questions. Even Tim Kaine lit into her. And I was just like, America's sweater vest was on fire like that, but a lot of people were telling me I was too hard on, on Tim Kaine. Yes, he's kind of corporate like Hillary, but he's sharp and he knows what he's doing. So I'm like, uh, he, he got a little bit of respect, but yeah, uh, it's just – and one last quick thing before I get into it. Chrisette Michelle, don't read into – People were like, oh, she had a Netflix deal, and she lost it because she sang for Trump. Don't read into that because I, I read the story. Like the, the article was like, Chrisette Michelle loses Netflix deal. It wasn't a Netflix deal. Because I'm thinking, like, was she, did she have like a concert video or something like that going on? She lost a deal? No. Spike Lee is doing a remake of She's Gotta Have It for Netflix. And he was contemplating right. using one of her songs, uh, Black Girl Magic. And when he found out that she sang for uh, – for Trump, he was like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. That was it. I have a question. Yeah. For Michelle performed at the inauguration? Yes. Yes. But she, but she didn't perform at the concert. I, I didn't see it. That's what I'm asking. No, no, no. She, she performed in private. So Neither she did I, but I saw yeah. it. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't perform at the big concert the day before, the saddest concert in the world. Oh, my God. Oh, it was terrible. But I don't care what you said about Chrisette Michelle. She sang that shit. 
I said the only one I was really for being there, I was like, this would have been love if Jill Scott could have gone only to perform my petition. Have y'all ever listened to the lyrics for that song? Basically, for those that don't, uh, definitely not going (laughs) to sing it, but I'll help you out with some lyrics, though. Basically, it sounds like when you listen to it initially, it sounds like she's talking about like a a bullshit ass dude, but it's very clear that she's talking about the government. And right. she says, um, you say you mean good for me, but you don't do it. You say you have a plan, but you just don't go through with it. You say you right. know the way to go and I should follow, but all of your empty promises leave me hollow. And how do I trust you? How do I love you when you lie to me repeatedly? And how do I have faith in you when you just don't come through like you said you could? And, like, throughout the song, she's saying, like, little ad-libs of, like, oh, say, can you see, and by the dawn's early light. So you know she's talking about the government. And I was like, I would be here for that shit. If she came to Inauguration Day and sang my petition, that would be all I need to see. But I'm sure it would fly over everyone's head, but I will be there for it. So who else else performed? Uh, I think, like, one Rockette. It was ten rockets, and, and, and uh, as a, as a comedian said, it was the ten rockets who didn't save their money, so they can right. they couldn't pass up a gig. Um, three doors down, uh, washed up rock group from the nineties. Uh, Toby Keith. Uh, I don't want to call him a washed up country star because he sold a lot of records for and a long time. He's still time. He's still relevant to this day. So he, but the thing, but the but, thing is, I expect that from Toby Keith. Yeah, he's, that's be, what he is. He is a Republican, so that's yeah. what he do. You know what I'm saying? I'd be disappointed if Toby Keith didn't perform. So right. I don't really care about Toby Keith, like in in that light. If he performed for Trump, I'm going to think any less of him. I don't think I can think less of Toby Keith. So that wouldn't I be know, possible. Toby Keith, so it doesn't matter what he does, right? Yeah. Um, DJ right. Ravi Drums. Uh, who? who? Eh? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's basically a drummer who drums over like beats and. It sounds like really stupid, but he performed. Uh, the piano guys, they, uh, they're a YouTube sensation, as the article says, and they basically uh, they play uh, piano versions of hit songs. And, uh, oh, I think Sam from Sam and Dave performed. I, I'm not, wow, I'm not, make, I don't I'm not making this is, funny. But no, no, when I heard that, I thought it was one of the <laughs> One of the duo? Like, when you have a yeah. duo like that, what the fuck? Like, yeah, because cause when they said oh. Sam Moore, and I'm like, who's Sam Moore? And then they were like, oh, one half of Sam and Dave. And I'm like, oh, Soul Man? Oh, what? Oh, okay. oh I'm coming. Okay, oh. those guys. Yes. Okay. And he's okay. like 81 years old. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he's not relevant because that's the only song I know about it, him. It's not right. that he's not. It's not that they're not relevant. It's just that the fact that they haven't had a hit record in like fifty years. So, and like you said, you either know uh, Soul Man or uh, Hold On. Like Hold On, I'm yeah. coming. You know, I mean, if you were back <laughs> in those days, they were huge. You know, right. so that's what I'm saying. And then they had uh, Lee Greenwood. Another country singer and a country supergroup who has no one in it that I've heard of. To me, a country supergroup would have Garth Brooks in it and uh, Tim McGraw in it. You know, people who I've actually heard of. You can't be a supergroup if I've never heard of you, because then that's not super, because you're not transcending uh, your alliance. Like I know uh, Tim McGraw, even though I don't listen to country music. I know who he is. Right. Right. These I don't know who these guys are, but it was it was just so sad. It was just so pathetic. Their his little concert thing, and uh, I think uh, Three Doors Down covered All Star from. Uh, they didn't even do their own songs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they, doing, they did Smash Mouth songs. I was like, oh, it, it was just a sad ah, song song. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? There's no way they did that. That's not even in their. That's not even in their lane. Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> that's not the shit I would say. Oh, you don't kill me today. <laughs> but um, I I will say this though. I, I was on Facebook uh a lot of day. Normally I don't I don't read Facebook when I'm working because you know I I do call support. Right. I do, 
to customer service and I'm in between calls and it's distracting, you know. But I couldn't help it yesterday because of the inauguration because I wanted to find out what was going on without having to stream it or support it. And it was just as sad as I thought it was going to be. But one thing that caught my eye was that my Trump friends on Facebook were mad. They were so mad. And they were just like, you know, how could you be so disrespectful to the president? You know, they were talking about the protesters that the anarchy group that took the opportunity to run around and break stuff. They broke windows and set limos on fire and pushed with the country in the face. You know, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And, and, they, and they beat up a couple of cops. So there was like 500 of them. <laughs> and then they made a couple hundred arrests. So but when I saw they were an anarchist group, I was like, OK, yeah, they're not they're not liberals like that. So I'm not worried about it, although I figured they were probably going to try and time to Black Lives Matter. But here's my thing. Right. Right. That's my shit. They were mad because they were like, why do you want Donald Trump to fail? Because they ran that line. If Donald Trump fails and America fails. Here's my thing. I understand why they're mad. I do. At all the disrespect that happened to Trump yesterday. Because when Obama became president, there was peace and love in the streets. Republicans and Democrats got along, and they passed all these bills to help people, and no one protested. Uh, Republicans didn't sprout a cancerous growth called the Tea Party. Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh only reported on cats getting stuck in trees, and everybody respected Obama, and they gave him a chance to lead. So I understand why they were mad that we didn't give that same thing to Trump. Wait. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say when Obama was elected, everybody hated each other. And Republicans and Democrats went to war on everything. And there were protests in the streets against Obama with tons of offensive and racist signs like Obama dressed as a witch doctor and people with signs with nooses that said hang in there. And the Tea Party made everything worse with such all-stars as psychopath Alan West and uh, idiot Joe Walsh, Alex Jones, Rush Limbaugh, and Glenn Beck and Fox News made people afraid of their own shadow. They made people think that the blacks and the Muslims and the Mexicans and the gays, and they had to buy guns, and they had to buy these Alex Jones survival kits in order to make it through the night, and that Obama was banning bullets. That's an actual story. And putting people in FEMA camps, and he was creating death panels to kill your grandma. So if your grandma gets pneumonia, fuck her. Death panel, motherfucker. That's what they were pushing on these people. And they ate it up like hemlock. And all that poison just sloshed around in them for eight years until they went to the polling place this past November and spit up bile all over their ballots and elected Trump. So I mean no disrespect to any of my Trump friends. And I'm still with you, and I always will be, but you got to kind of think back a little bit as as to why we're mad. Put it like this. I'll tell you a quick story about my grandfather, as told by my father. My grandfather was a political purist. So if his guy didn't win, he would totally shut out the other guy. So they're from the West Indies, and they had – I don't know if it was a bad drought or whatever it was, but crops weren't doing so great. My grandfather had a banana plantation, and – their government said, listen, you know, we know you guys are struggling. Here's what we'll do. If you come to pick it up, we'll give you free fertilizer to help you get your crops back on track. Because it was the guy that my grandfather voted against, he didn't want nothing to do with it. He went out and bought his own fertilizer instead of getting the free wow. fertilizer to help get his crops back on track from the taxes that he paid. You understand? So – so people are thinking that about us Trump, uh, about our, us anti-Trump folks, that we're just against Trump because our guy didn't win. You're just mad because Hillary didn't win. The people chose Trump. No, the Electoral College chose Trump. The people chose Hillary, as evidenced by the fact that Trump lost by three million votes. Okay, here's the thing. I've talked about all the Trump shortcomings for the last couple of months, so I'm not going to get into that. The past stuff, right? Blue mentioned earlier the homeowner discount, right? Uh, there was a discount that Democrats were trying to pass for a long time for people with low-income housing, right? It, it went through HUD, right? 
that they would give you savings of up to between $500 and $900 a year on your insurance. Now, I have renter's insurance. I live in an apartment. I thought so it was rent- – um, so, is it insurance, like homeowner's insurance, or is it the PMI, the primary mortgage insurance? Yes, the PMI. Yeah. Okay. Because if you get a loan from them, you have to have the PMI. You get it, you you get have, it well, from – Well, unless you pay 20% down, then right. you're exempt from it. And, and, who, and who really pays 20% down if you're low income? That's the thing. No so most of, so no most of them are on – they have to get that. Uh, they have to get that insurance. So Obama put it through. You know, his last amazing week in office, he just thought, you know what? All the stuff I was trying to do, except for Guantanamo, of course, that's another story altogether. You know, he had just put that through to give those homeowners a break, so they could save between five and nine hundred dollars a year on their uh, on their insurance. And uh, Ben Carson was already like, I don't know why Obama would put – well, I'm saying it wrong. Uh, I don't know why Obama would put this through so quickly. I, oh, uh, I, I'm going to have to investigate this. I don't know if that's a good Ben Carson impersonation. but, but And then uh, on Trump's first day in office, uh, he wrote an executive order suspending it. So it was supposed to take place uh, next week. And uh, Trump suspended it. That was his first act in office, was to screw homeowners out of millions of dollars. So, and then he wrote an executive order uh, paving the way. The order was very vague. It didn't have a lot of specifics, but it, on its face, it paved the way for repealing Obamacare. Now, here's my thing. They wanted to do repeal and replace. It's really going to be repeal and revert because there's no replacement. They had seven years to think of a replacement. They couldn't. So now it's really just repeal and revert because they don't have a new plan. So now – and I mentioned it before. The same people who voted for Trump are now like, wait, he's going to take uh, ACA. I thought he was going to take Obamacare. I need the ACA to live. So, did you guys see the uh, was it Conan or was it Jimmy Kimmel? I think it was Jimmy Kimmel when he was asking people on the street about uh, the difference between Obamacare and uh, the ACA. Did y'all see that? Uh, yeah, I did. Where they where they were basically agreeing to ACA and not realizing it was the same shit. But I didn't see. Did they ever like show? I saw like snippets of it, but I remember. Mm-hmm seeing people's reactions, and I was wondering, like, did they ever drop the bomb, though, on them that they, the shits are the same, like, and then see their reaction? On a clip that I saw, only one of them, he kind of told her it was the same thing, and she was just kind of, like, shrugging her shoulders, like, huh? Well, huh? huh? I, it was like she was, in her mind, she was like, well, I guess I'm going to die, so because <laughs> I need that health care. Yeah, people, you know, texting, uh, I mean, tweeting Trump, hey, I have uh, disease X. Uh, I need this to live. Don't repeal it. That's, that's the thing that bothers me. I'm diabetic. I need my insurance to live. You understand? So when I was losing my insurance, those people were perfectly fine to watch me die because they were just like, yeah, well, you're not me, so who gives a shit? Now it's affecting them. And they're just like, oh, wait, we got to do something about this. When, when is there a we? There's no we anymore. Before it was you. Before it was like you, you're in your space. I'm in my space. Now it's we? Fuck out of here. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. We want Trump to fail. But we don't want Trump to fail because he wants to do good and we're mad because he's not our guy. We want him to fail because his ideas are terrible. And if his plans succeed – we're all doomed. Like I said, it's not repeal and replace. It's repeal and revert. So basically his executive order in vague terms is telling people, uh, the insurance companies, you don't have to follow these protections anymore. So I can get kicked off my insurance because I'm diabetic. Because the thing is, and I'm, I'm going to go over this more on, on Monday, but insurance companies work for profit. 
So they only want to insure healthy people who don't file a lot of claims. When they complain mm. that a lot of people you know, that, they, that they were losing money, they weren't losing money. They were losing profit, and they're already making an extreme profit. So it's just cutting into their profits because now they have to insure more sick people. But the thing is, right. that would have went away because those sick people become healthy. And when sick people become healthy uh, and that preventive maintenance kicks in, then everything will go back down. I'm simplifying it, of course, because there are a lot of factors that go into health insurance. And I know one of my friends is probably listening to this and probably being like, no, and I know the next time I see her, she's going to give me an earful for simplifying it because she works in the healthcare industry. But uh, put it like this. The woman I talked about in Kentucky, um, she was very sick. She had thyroid problems. She had to have an operation for her carpal tunnel. Yeah, so in the beginning, she cost a lot of money. But now she had insurance. So now once those big costs go away, now it's just preventative stuff. So now she takes medication for her high blood pressure, which would be better than her having a stroke and then costing more money or having a heart attack and costing more money. So, yes. Those costs would have shot up because more people were being insured, but then they would even out, and they would get their right. profits back. Just have that initial spike, that initial startup cost. And there's a lot of other reasons that I'll go over on Monday, but um, before I let it go, what do you guys think about the inauguration? I mean, do you guys have any faith in Trump at all, or did I miss something? Maybe I'm just being – maybe there's just too much doom and gloom on my part, but – do you think Trump is going to be all bad, or do you think he may just throw us a bone here and there? All bad. I mean, just I don't have any other evidence to say otherwise, so all bad. I mean, he's batting 100 at this point, so or batting 1,000, I guess. But yeah. he's, I mean, he's at 100% right now in my disappointment level. So absolutely fucking not. Like, I don't have evidence to the contrary, so I'm going to go with all bad. Yeah. These what about picks you, Charles? From the picks to, I mean, everybody, like, it's just too much. Yeah. I thought I heard you back there, Charles. What do you think? Oh, I have no optimism at all. As far as so, you know, uh, I'm not surprised at anything. Yeah. I have faith you know, in with the, with the whole campaign that and maybe, like, there'll be I'm some just not surprised at anything at this maybe. point. Yeah, it's, maybe maybe some impeachment can pop off. That's about it. Yeah, I give Trump two and a half years tops, and that's being generous because I know it takes a long time to file paperwork. So, what about you, Blue? What I, do think you think? Been, I think they've been working on that shit since election day. I don't think it's gonna take that long because I really think they've been building their case. Like we just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, two and a half years was generous. They'll probably start the impeachment proceedings before Easter. So, any any, any thoughts know. on like, this? The thing is, I'm telling oh, you, like, like, bruh's, bruh's the wicked. Remember in the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy like killed the witch, and she was like, "Oh, like you know, well, I thought I already killed her. I thought my house already fell on fell on her." And Glenda was like, "No, nah, girl, like you killed your sister. That was the wicked witch of the East." This one is the Wicked Witch of the West, and she's far worse than, you know what I'm saying, than her sister was. I feel like he is the East, and Tense is the West. So, I don't I don't know. Like, it's like, if they do it, they got to do it right so that the whole ticket is voided. So, that way, the whole shit gets wiped out. We can't leave any of them behind, like, none of his picks. Like, we need to void out the whole shit. And I don't know what kind of legal loopholes they need to find or jump through, but we need we need way more. We yeah. need way more than just getting rid of Trump. It, it, it's kind of like when Bush was in office, and it's like, yeah, you can get rid of Bush, but then you have Cheney. And right. Cheney is far worse than Bush, you know. Exactly. So I, I, I definitely feel you on that one. But I, I think that Pence is so far to the right. Like Pence is not as popular as Trump as far as the people, his connection to the people. Pence is only popular to his evangelical uh, zealots. 
he's not really popular with the core of the people like Trump is. So I don't really see Pence getting that much done. But I do see Pence being smarter and much more uh, efficient than Trump. Definitely. So, but he's still dangerous. Anybody who believes in, in, in conversion therapy and wants to sign it into law, yeah, that's, that's a dangerous man right there. So, it's kind of like, hey, uh, we'll get rid of the rattlesnake. Here's some cobras. <laughs> right. So, but that's all I had for now. And I, I'm going to dig more into the Women's Day uh, protest on Monday. Hey, you guys, I'm back yeah. in. Hey. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Um, we just started marching. Let me tell you, it is so many people here that were from where I was standing at the back. I don't even know who was the back. But it was a point where we didn't know if we were marching or not because we were still standing still. But the front <laughs> of the parade had begun moving. So that's how many people is here. And estimations of 8,000 or more. Wow. So, I mean. Wow, uh, so, so you guys are starting, you start, you're ending at Danville Street? No, you started at We started at, at Danville Street. Yeah. Okay. We started at the Marriott, Marriott and we're going up from the last time I've heard, we're going down Blunt Street. What is this? We're on Martin Street now, so we're going Martin okay. and then Blunt. I don't know where we're going to end up. I think you guys are supposed to end up, if I'm not mistaken, uh, over there in Moore Square. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And can hey, you hear Jeff. the crowd chanting? What are they chanting? Love Trump hate. Love Trump hate. Okay. Jessica. Awesome. Yes. Hey, what's going on? Is this is Charles speaking. Yeah, yeah, hey, this Charles. is Charles speaking. Um, so, what's the the purpose of the march? I'm I'm out the loop. I just came in, so I'm just trying to figure the out what's the purpose of the, of the march, march. Is uh, women's protest started out with the women's uh, rights on Washington to protest in Trump's backyard, given that he now has his home in the White House. So that sparked protests and marches across the world. There are protests in Africa, Europe, United States, lots of states here are protesting, Raleigh being one. I think I saw a protest on social media in Durham. I'm not really sure, but I think this is the main women's uh, protest on Raleigh for our mm-hmm. location. Okay. okay. Hi, puppy. We need to have Sorry. one in Miami. <laughs> we need to have one in Miami, because uh, isn't that his winter White House? Didn't he call it the winter White House? And so, like, oh, that's what he said? <laughs> yeah, this, this motherfucker wild, man. He wild. I, he's, I just, a, he's a character. Oh, but again, I don't see... taking the impeachment so long? I don't know if you guys discussed this, because, I, like I said, I tuned out, but I had you guys off. But... Did you guys see that he had Kushner in the White House while he was signing the executive orders? Now, that I didn't which know. Which is illegal. It is illegal, and it brings on grounds of impeachment. I don't know what's taking so long for this impeachment, but the Republicans are just happy to have a puppet. <laughs> They're just happy to have a puppet. You know, that head is about to spin and bite them in the ass, too. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's it's funny when I saw the, the video of Trump signing, they just barely just slapped the paper down in front of him. It's like clap, go ahead and sign. Yeah, he thinks it's he like a real estate anything. deal. He, he thinks it's a real a estate deal, legit. He thinks it's a real estate deal. They know they can put whatever in front of him, and he will sign it because he don't know how shit works. He's like, oh, I'm closing on the house. Boom, sign here, here, and here. Word. I would okay. still read that deal. <laughs> you would think. And that's yeah. probably why he lost billions of dollars because he doesn't read his deals. <laughs> he just signs them. That's stupid. You're right. I'll, I'll put right. it like this: When you lose nine hundred and fifty million dollars in one year, 
the first thought in my mind is, yeah, I don't think he reads these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This weather no is so foretelling, like, and it's foggy as fuck outside. For those that are wondering, like, it's foggy as hell outside. Um, yesterday it rained for a, a huge part of the day. Um, the sun came out towards the end, so hopefully that says something. But it's like any time Trump is the focus or whatever, it's the weather just reflects everyone's mood. The universe is telling us something. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And honestly, it has a what we're doing here in America is having a huge impact on the rest of the world. Yeah, absolutely. That title, leader of the free world, it's it's real. It's real. And, and 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 speaking of that, a lot of a lot of people around the world, uh, after hearing Trump's speech, they're nervous. You know, his whole America first thing. They're really exactly. nervous. You know, so we got to do something with them. No, we're not with this. It's very eerie also that now when you go to places like New York and especially D.C., you're going to have these huge concrete establishments with, you know, our president's name, you know, across them. Like we're, in, you know, a very, very fascist society, very communism, uh, communist society. It's very weird. That America is at this place now. Yeah. My problem with uh, the Trump supporters is they really think this shit is a game, and it's like for them, it's about winning. It's about my guy won, ha ha ha, yo guy lost. You don't have shit else to say about what your president is doing, other than this is like I'm seeing. I, I saw a meme yesterday specifically, and the meme said how Democrats are going to be looking at their Republican friends timeline And in the picture It was Samuel L. Jackson's character From um, uh, Not Django Django yes And I was just like first of all That doesn't even suit me You're really thinking too much of yourself Because I'm not looking at you any type of way I'm actually looking to understand What the fuck you're talking about And what you see in this guy But instead of addressing his decision And defending them you are legit out here making memes and shit that don't even make sense. If anything, I'm looking I at mean, you as the Django character because my nigga, like you out here cooning. You the one. You look what like I a coon to me. Think, I'm not gonna look like that. What I think is gonna happen though is that I mean, even day one, if they would just reflect on yesterday, a lot of them are impacted by that uh, legislation for the FHA loan. Yes. Most of them own homes that are less than two hundred thousand dollars, and they will be impacted, and they're they'll see their rates go up at least by five hundred dollars, and they can't even afford that. They can't even afford the mortgages that they have. Right. So when Obamacare and the coverage that they are receiving starts to you know dissipate, mm-hmm. their FHA and their mortgages go up they'll begin to see, like, oh, my gosh, I voted in, against my own interest. No, but you know Which, what they – I don't know. And, it, you, and that's what makes it so dangerous. It's like they really might be on some shit. Like everybody always says, you need to create opportunity for yourself. Stop relying on the government to help you out. My nigga, that's how the race come to be. That is government – that is – literally, you don't have to be on WIC. You don't have to be on food stamps. You don't have to be, you know what I'm saying, have an EBT card to be dependent on the government. Do you own a home? I certainly do. And thank God this is year five for me to be in my home because when I purchased it, I have basically a conditional grant. And the grant said you have to live in your home for five years. Here's $5,000 since you're a first-time home buyer. Here's a few grand. God bless. You don't have to pay it back if you live in your home for five years. Thank God this right. is year five, because if this had been anything other than that, I don't know that I'd be able to keep it. I completely – that is my point there. A lot of people are not going to be able to keep their own home. And unfortunately that – unfortunately for some, you know, the good people, I don't want to – you know, the good people on the other side of the fence, they're going to say, you know, unfortunately that their ignorance, they have to pay for their ignorance. Those who voted for him, they'll have to pay for their ignorance. And that, right. unfortunately, is at the expense of people like you, Odie. 
unfortunately. Exactly. But a lot and of them are going to pay for their own ignorance. They think this shit is a game. They really think it's a game. It's about well, win or lose. Not it's not the fact picture. that they'll pay for their own ignorance. We'll all pay for their ignorance. That's no, and that's what I said. We'll pay for their ignorance. People like Odie, people who other people, we'll all pay for it. Other people who are really, really, you know, directly impacted, but they'll pay for it the most because they voted against their own interests. Well, the thing is they voted against everybody's self-interest, not just their own, because the thing is those people, to me, I'm not talking about the people who were disillusioned and felt like the establishment turned their backs on them, so they were going to vote for the anti-establishment candidate. I'm talking about the people who basically they don't see the world past their own front door. So if you're not part of them, you don't matter. So they only vote for what makes them feel good, not for practical reasons. It's ideology versus reality, but reality wins every time. And just like you said, when those bills start going up and they can't afford to pay their mortgages and they can't afford to pay their health care, that's when they're going to realize they made the wrong choice. But until that happens, they're just like, they got their red but you know, on. What's so like, dangerous about Trump is, but what's hella dangerous about Trump is Trump will say it was Obama's fault. And those Very dangerous. It. it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, it's still somehow going to be Obama's fault. Even though I agree with that, Odie. this shit clear as day, and the information is out there to verify that Trump was the one who was directly responsible for this, it doesn't fucking matter because he'll say it wasn't true, and then that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. The yeah. one thing about the FHA uh, legislation is that it's going to be a relatively quick slap in the face. So beginning January 27th, they will begin to see those rates change, and it won't be two years from now, so they won't be able to say, well, those were the effects of Obamacare or, you know, the Obama legislation. They won't be able to use that. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a rough two and a half years. I just I, I give Trump two and a half years before they impeach him. Just, just like you said, he already broke laws on his first day. By having seats in the room, so yeah, two and a half years is generous because I know they're slow with the paperwork. They're, they're bureaucracy. All that I so. want, all that I want from our Democrats and from our Congress on both sides, really, is to. I want them to stand up. I want them to represent the people, and I really, really would like them to wake up and get to work. Like, I don't want the Democrats to keep rolling over, and I want the Republicans to stop being so, you know. You know they're voting. They're, they're working on their so, own. Yeah, because they're, they're so, clearly home yeah, the team, team at this point. Home team. Like this is not a football game. I don't care who wins the football game. I just everyone do the right thing. That's it. Well, the thing is, doing the right thing is is involved with money. Put it like this: that bill that uh, that Cory Booker voted uh, against, the one to bring cheap drugs from Canada. There were twelve right. Democrats who voted against it, but there were also, I think, like ten Republicans. Including Ted Cruz, who voted, who voted for, for it, bringing in cheap drugs yeah. from Canada. So, and that's why I think it's important for us to make sure that there are a lot of people that are not really politically informed, and those people in New Jersey don't need to vote for Cory Booker again. Cory Booker is, you know, being coded as one of the next candidates for 2020. Not We're anymore. not going to vote for if they, if well, we hope not anymore. Yeah. We know how stupid the Democrats can be, and they put up Hillary Clinton when they shouldn't have. But hopefully they won't try to put up Cory Booker because he won't win. Because progressives and liberals don't forget. And they will bring it up and we'll be right back here 2020 with, a, with another Trump inauguration. I'll put it like this. If, and, and you're right about that. If the progressives wouldn't vote for Hillary, they're definitely not going to vote Cory Booker. <laughs> definitely. So Cory Booker, as far as his, any credit he had with, with the progressives – is done in that one move because it was a, it was a very important move and with that many Republicans jumping ship, we could have they could have passed that bill easily. Easily, so, the bill could have been passed. I think also I don't really know. This is just a conspiracy thought in my mind. Maybe Cory Booker didn't want to make Bernie Sanders any more famous or more popular. I don't know if Bernie's going to run again. 
I mean, Bernie's going to be like 75, 76. I think if he has to and if he's able to do it in 2020, he will. I really do because he's I, not being silent. He's not going away. He's not disappearing into the night. He's still mm-hmm. making more noise than he ever did when he was in Congress. So yeah. well, right. before he became popular. So I think that if he has to, I mean, even in this race, he didn't feel like, you know, he probably didn't want to. I think he felt like he, it was necessary, and that's why he did. And so I think if it comes down to 2020 that he has to run again, I think he'd do it. Hey, if he does, he has my vote. Definitely. I wish he would have had everyone else vote in the primary. You know, I, I still have my, my Hillary friends who are still angry at Bernie Sanders for pushing for, quote-unquote, and they're running those left-wing talking points in the ground, pushing Hillary too far to the left. The fact that they pushed Hillary to the left is why she got as many votes as she did. Because exactly. when she was on that centrist BS, people were just like, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, uh, free uh, state college? Oh, okay, I'm listening. When she was on that centrist stuff, no one was listening to her. It wasn't until Bernie pushed it to the left that people started to listen to her. Or she started to copy Bernie. You know. But no one's trying – I mean, being a centrist worked in the 90s with Bill Clinton. It doesn't work now because people are sick of waiting for incremental change to happen, especially when Republicans get everything they want instantly Absolutely. when they have a majority, as we're about to find out in this current Congress, which is all – I think he, I think Republicans even have the majority of the governorships. They have all the state – they, they have do. all the state legislatures. They do. They do. Yeah, it's uh, – It's all three branches. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a horror show. But they have a new. They have a chance to flip that in 2018. We have in Congress, and we have governorships that'll be coming up, and those can be overturned. You know, somebody told me uh, that they wished that they could have two Americas, one with all Republicans and one with all Democrats, to see which one would do better. I'm like, we already have that. They call red states, and red states, nine of the of the ten poorest states. The last time I checked was about a year ago. Nine of the last oh, nine of ten poorest states were red states. Red states wow. are welfare states. They take in more money from the government than they put out in taxes. They're welfare states. So basically, they crack on California, New York, and Washington State. Washington State, New York, and California are basically paying for them to live because Georgia's not making money. Mississippi ain't making money. Louisiana, Bobby Jindal left Louisiana in ruins. To the point where they're having to cut from education just to make budget, and they already didn't have any money. In so the whole red state mentality of give, give rich people everything and maybe you'll get some crumbs, that doesn't work. And it's proved that it didn't work since Reagan. But people still, they vote their ideology. They vote, oh, yeah, you hate uh, gay marriage? I hate gay marriage. I'm going to vote for you. Forget the fact that you're going to lose your job and your health care. And your house. I mean, that that concept itself is just so crazy to me that you would. What does it matter to you? What yeah. does it matter? You know, I. It's I, not. I, a, I, it's I not affecting the, your life at all. I, I told a friend of mine. I I, I always run this spiel. I have friends that are gay, and uh, I, I I've never told them this directly because I, I don't want. I don't know how they would take it. But I said, if I watch TV. And there are two men kissing. I'll I'll turn the channel for a second, or I'll just look away. Now, if I saw two women kissing, I'll DVR the entire scene. That's a different matter altogether. But um, my thing is this: if somebody told me, "Hey, we're going to make a law that says Tony and Gary can't get married because reason," right? What I would do is I would get up early that day. Or take the day off and vote against that law. Because no matter how I feel about the issue, why can't they be happy if everyone else can be happy? Why can't they be mad? There's no real reason for it. You know, There was a time when interracial marriage was illegal. A lot of people exactly. don't remember that. Under the same premise. Yeah. yeah and, and exactly right. It's, the, it's, the, it's an interchangeable premise. I told my friends one day... You know how I know the argument against gay marriage is bullshit? It's because they use the same exact boilerplate argument for interracial marriage. So, 
but I, I don't. <laughs> but you're right. It doesn't they, matter. They could have, I'm sorry. Jess, uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, just saw your picture. We shall overcome. <laughs> yes. That was that perfect. Is quite, that is quite. That is quite funny. We shall overcome. Overcome. Picture of a. Uh, Pretty much the top of the top half of Donald Trump's face, and uh, and of course this famous flyaway hair. So yeah, very <laughs> funny, very funny. All right, guys, I think uh, we're getting ready to wrap up here. I definitely want you to be safe. Um, don't have too much time, so we won't even get into any movie reviews or anything today. But um, but. Today has definitely been a historical day, so I'm glad that you were able to to join us and be our advocate out there since I wasn't able to make it out there. No problem. Anytime, you guys. All right. Stay safe out there, and thank you so much for calling in. Uh Uh-huh. Have a good one. All right. You too. Yeah, thank you. You know what your problem is, Charles? You talk too much. (laughs) 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 That concludes this episode of Mock Talk Radio. Check in on Monday, 7 o'clock for Politrix, and again on Saturday, 10 a.m. for Mock Talk Radio. Merck, Odie, Charles, Christopher, telling you what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. You dig what I'm saying? West Coast content for life. We out of (laughs) here. Um, hey, uh, I, 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 these guys are getting ignorant. Hey, these niggas getting ignorant. Go and mama shake your ass.